Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is Shannon, your beer mistress. The professor. And today we are joined by a brand new guest, the delightfully bearded and always chipper Andy. Hello. Yes. Always chipper. (laughs) I thought that uh, threw me off. Him to a T. He's like, wait a minute. Maybe I should have uh, given you my bio before I got here. A lot of confused people. (laughs) Have Um, you met me? (laughs) Welcome to the Microbrew Review, everyone. This is episode 124. Uh, And now we will take a moment where you can all realign your expectations of Andy. He's more our, um, what would you say? Surly, dry humored. I'm not surly. Not necessarily surly. Not mean or anything. No, I just, I, most people, Sardonic? I think, assume that I was going to say, I'm, you've got the sarcastic thing down to it. I think just most people assume I'm homeless. I made a shirt while I was living in Chicago that said, not homeless, just bearded, because people would move on public transportation. <laughs> That's awesome. And he wore it every day, so it was very clean and not at all stained. It looked like, <laughs> like no, it all was, the usually homeless. it was covered in blood because <laughs> I was a butcher at the time. So a guy looks like me like, that's covered that's with blood. Yeah, it could, that you. could be. That is a distinct possibility. Probably has more to do with the yes. Chicago. You could have gone with the not a murderer, just a butcher instead. True, true. Because I don't I, I know mean, that the beard has I mean, anything I don't know to do. Any butchers. That don't I think that would just incite people. arguments with vegans. Yeah, so. touche. Exactly. And none of us need that in our lives. <laughs> no. Ian, I don't want to rush you, but we have three robust and large beers today. Done. So I would. Um, <laughs> I don't feel rushed at all. Also, I like to. I think our conversation is a little more fluid when we when are. We're, when we're also fluid? Yes. Oh, drinking fluid. Oh, drinking fluid. Let's see where you're going with that. I headed you off. It was a marvelous chalice. Isn't it nice? Yeah, he's got the Jesus glass, for those of you who have been following us. Which says something, because usually Ian very strongly advocates for that to be his own. Would you like to give a little history of it? I know we talk about it sometimes, but uh, he's new to it. I bought that in Germany at a medieval festival in an actual medieval castle. Mm -hmm. Um, It is made of of clay. Well, more like... It could have been a medieval festival in, you know, a Lancaster. Victorian castle or, yeah, in Lancaster or whatever you would have. But um, I was most delighted by the fact that because we work at a Renaissance festival, we know what things cost. I think that was eight euros. Mm-hmm. And that blew my mind. So I was yeah. like, of course I need to bring that home because that would be $60 where we're from. I was just discussing buying uh, four pint glasses from our glass blower friend Jay, but they're like $95 a pop. And yeah. And I can't really justify it's that just a, it's, a, uh, it's a container for liquid, right? <laughs> right. I mean, it's just really liquid. Pretty. That's all and you put in it? It's handmade in front of my eyes. It's true. And, like, honestly, because I bartend, I envision them as being, like, really beautiful mixing uh-huh. glasses in my home. So, again, purely aesthetic. Yeah. It's kind of, like, I... And, again, still can't really afford that. We just got The back... dollar store sells containers for liquid <laughs> yeah. for a dollar. We just got back from the beach, and I saw a guy on one of those uh, hoverboard segways. And I was, like, thinking to myself, I was like... That's, that's kind of cool, but guess what, guy? Uh, I spent thousands of dollars less to move at the same pace. <laughs> you, know? you mean with your feet? Yes, or, with my, yeah. yeah, with my feet. <laughs> that's kind of how I feel about $95 
glasses of any sort. So also on the, the glass theme, uh, coupe glasses are very popular, and they're the kind of old school champagne glasses that mm -hmm. are more rounded than the the tall. Um, they're I don't know how to describe. It's kind of like a bowl, uh, but on on a stem, mm -hmm. uh, and they're tiny, so like they're your grandma's champagne glasses. They hold like four ounces of liquid. Yeah, they hold about four to six ounces. Uh, they're very in vogue right now. I hate them. And I was at a shop yesterday in Swarthmore that was like this, you know, hippie, everything handmade, hipster kind of thing, and they had a set of two for $25. And not one week ago, I was down in Cape May, and I stopped at a thrift store where I found probably eight dozen of them of varying shapes and sizes but like all that style of glass for about a quarter a piece <laughs> so there's an import business <laughs> there you go why are you telling us you should yeah. totally be Don't out there Kate May. <laughs> yeah so would you like to talk to our listeners about what we're drinking i the theme oh, so excited so oh, excited okay i didn't know if there was like a, a ceremony nah. or if like His favorite moment is just the sound when the, the cap ah, comes off. Cap. Uh, we're drinking all rogue beers. 124 episodes later, I don't think we've ever done all rogue beers. It's true. I don't think we have. I don't even know the last time we did a rogue beer. I think it was episode one. No, I don't think that's actually true. We've revisited them since then. Either Not way. Often. These are all our. We were talking about the new beer store in Malvern that was very exciting. Um, and they all came from there, I believe. So lay it on us. What are we drinking? Uh, so we started off, uh, I don't know, most people are probably not familiar with this, but the Iron Chef Morimoto. Mm -hmm. and How Rogue. could any self respecting <laughs> foodie not be familiar with Morimoto? Oh, you mean Masaharu? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Long distance five. That was beautiful. Uh, I'm not sure if he is more well known because of his restaurant in Philadelphia and New York, or if it's kind of like a national thing. Like if people in LA would be like, "Oh yeah, more." It's about it's Food Network, dude. Well, yeah. there's that too. Yeah. But that was like he hasn't been an Iron Chef in a while. Yeah. But nor is that show. But someone owns the rights and they play it all the time, especially in the middle of the watch. night. It's yeah. Uh, so anyhow, they seem to have a collaboration with him, and this is called the uh, Morimoto Black Obi Soba Ale. I'm pretty sure I pronounced at least one of those words wrong. Uh, and this is, they have their soba, which I think we actually may have done, or at least I've had at, uh, at Morimoto. I think it's very appropriate to order the Morimoto soba while I was at Morimoto, and I didn't love it. The nose on this I don't love, but I think it tastes very good. So this is their soba, and it says with the addition of specialty malts and a special blend of hops to give it a fuller, nutty flavor while still retaining a clean and crisp finish. That could be part of it. It's I, dark and it's nutty. And it is. It's almost like a black IPA, I guess. It's mm. exactly what I thought of uh, when I tasted almost it. Almost like the Allagash Black. Maybe. I mean, the Allagash Black's a little more Belgian-y. As are all of their beers. Right. I just like it because I can picture I'm drinking a soba pillow. Tell us more about Does that. Does no one remember those commercials from the no. mid-90s? I would like to know more, though. Uh, it, it was a I pillow. just had a Chia Pet flashback. Like It just seems like something you would buy by dialing 1-800. It, it, it very much was. It very much was. <laughs> it was a pillow that was filled with 100% buckwheat husks. 
Oh. Because <laughs> they don't transfer heat and they don't compress in a specific way. Why did these go out of vogue? I, I don't know. You can, I mean, you can was probably it? still get them at like uh, Walgreens or something like that. Or the Amazon. But there was a very... Uh, if you want to go on Amazon Prime today, you can get their membership for $67 instead of 99 Some sort of quasi-doctor, uh, like this Asian doctor, that he just kept saying 100% pure buckwheat husk over and over again. So, that, I mean, that was the nature of that whole joke, is that this has buckwheat in it. It's great. Uh, <laughs> now that I've completely explained the joke, I will go back to drinking my beer. No, it's all right. I just was really impressed by <laughs> how really good of an impression of an Asian man you just did. That was it really... It was good, but I not was offensive. Tr- yeah, I was right. trying to not go really I feel like you kind of like pulled it back. Yeah, I did. I, did. And I was like, I, I saw it happen, and I was like, true. Yeah. I, I mean, I could have gone full bore. Like, my dad's a big, not a racist guy at all, but he's a big fan of the old-fashioned racist-sounding uh, impressions. My boss is half Asian, and I make fun of her all the time. Oh, my go. mother uses one particular accent. One particular accent for every ethnicity that she's ever encountered. And so, when she tells a story, she has to turn on her accent voice to be said. And was it always Asian? Uh, no, it's chung, none of them. Chung, chung, chung no, the best again. part is like she's so German that it all sounds awkward. Um, but she doesn't know the difference between, say, Spanish, Russian, and Ecuador. Like mm-hmm. it just—they all sound the same. I'm like, Mom, you're more offensive by the fact that you're making this Japanese person sound like they're from Guatemala. <laughs> like it's so yeah. bad. I had a, an interesting experience at the bar the other night where it was just. I feel like. As an American, when I travel abroad, I'm very aware of the stereotypes that Americans are when they travel abroad. Sure. On which uh, note, the fanny pack is coming back, and someone needs back. to approach this because it's not okay. Uh, it's very popular right now. But the other day, there was these three Russian guys that came into my bar, and then there was this one. Can you do a, a, a uh, racist Russian accent? I, I could, <laughs> and perhaps I will. Just say <laughs> Vlad Vodka or... Yeah, well... We'll get there. So, and then there was also this like very white, like district attorney's assistant, you know, girl and her boyfriend that came in, and they were young and drunk and like well off, or at least you know not not struggling for money. And mm-hmm. she like very she wanted a pumpkin beer, which I didn't have on tap. And so we started talking cocktails. And then I was like, what if I made you like a pumpkin chai martini? And she was like, that sounds great. I love Starbucks. I'm such a basic white girl. And I was like, well, at least you know it yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I made her this drink and she loved it. And she was like, I need three more of these. And she proceeded to drink three more of those and then befriended the Russians. And she was like, well, we need to do shots of vodka. And Do you have pumpkin spice vodka? <laughs> I did not. Um, but they really, like, they honestly had difficulty understanding what she meant until one of them said, oh, vodka? And I was like, yeah, but, like, that shouldn't be... Yeah. You should kind of get that we also, like, our V's are V's and your V's are W's or yeah. vice versa, whatever. But, like, it's There's not a big not a stretch to be like... It's not like there. I said whiskey and you were like, oh, scotch? Yeah. It's kind of like, yeah, I don't know. And then also they left me like $3 on a $70 tab. So I was like, oh, you're so European. But she left me like 30 so I was like, all right. And not at 30 (laughs) in her phone number, right? No, I wouldn't have wanted it. She was cute, but. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's a tough life. It was was an interesting moment. And I actually don't get mad at those moments. I've had a couple people not tip me anything. Everyone's always paid their check so far, so. That's me knocking on wood. 
Uh, I haven't had anyone like actually walk out, but I have had people just be like, no, I'm not going to tip you. And it's never been like on a big tip, but it's always like, well, I did, I did get you like a couple things. Like at least give me a buck. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it's always foreigners. So they're just kind of perpetuating the stereotype. I'd love, we need to get that going, uh, just a pre-agreed upon uh, stereotype of Jason Americans that we was don't tip either. Right. Because that'd be great. Jason was amazingly popular. when we go to other countries, we don't need to tip. So yeah. it's not like they could be yeah. like, oh, those Americans I mean, not in tipping. America. Because no, I, we don't I, I'm need just to get broke that all the time, so I don't want to do that. But if uh, we not get against you. I just I like my money more than I would think you would like it. I really like your money. Yeah, but I really like it. In fact, the only reason I go to work is to get your money. Yeah. Because my work thing. doesn't pay me any money. I need it. I need it, too. Uh, I'll cut you in the back fair alley. Enough. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> With fair the swords in your car, because you're that guy. I was buying beer today, and... Uh, they saw my parking pass and they assumed it had something to do with the Pope. And they're like, oh, you're official. You got one of those parking passes. I was like, no, actually, I work at the Renaissance there. <laughs> and then I open up my trunk to like put the beer in there and it goes, so oh, that explains the sword. And I was like, yes. Then <laughs> I'm about to murder you. Get in the car. <laughs> but we're doing it the old-fashioned way. We're yeah. just going to hack at it instead of... He's like, is that sharp? I was like, nah. He's like, so it would take a lot longer. I was like, yeah. Oh, man. Though I would love to see the National Guard like... Excuse me, sir. There's a sword in your car. Like, what are we yeah. gonna do about this? Excuse me, sir. That's a stage prop. Yep. There you Which go. is the correct answer. My buddy Oliver was driving to Ontario or somewhere up in Canada with a trunk full of. That's weapons pretty much the only place in Canada, swords. technically. And uh, they got stopped by the border, and they're like, "What are all these weapons?" And he's like, "They're stage props." And like, they went back and forth for a while, and he's just like, "Stage props." And finally, they had to be like, "Okay." Mm-hmm. But if you say they're swords or weapons, then like then you have to have a conversation. If you're like, no, these are props for stage, and that's their only use. I'll tell you, the same excuse does not work as well when you're walking down the middle of the street, half naked, drunk at 3 a.m., holding a sword. I believe that. Although I have had excellent results walking around soberly, but like with a sword over my shoulder in Philadelphia. Oh yeah. Nobody stops me. Nobody even looks twice oh, yeah. at me. That's it true. makes me worry about the city Philadelphia itself. Philadelphia is not really known for its. I walked into Trio with a sword, and they were like, "Cool, man." <laughs> Hey, cool like, sword. They're like, oh, is that a... That's kind of, yeah. People don't really identify a sword with being, being like a dangerous, dangerous object like, anymore. like, nice. I love oh, swords. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, you could kill, I could kill everybody in the restaurant right now. Because yeah. we there's talking, only one door. <laughs> we were talking about broadswords at a work meeting the other day, and the joke in my office is that all of the women are five foot or less, myself accepted, so I generally walk around feeling like a giant. And uh, they were getting all sorts of sassy, and I looked down at this little girl, and I was like, "I'm sorry, but we have swords bigger than you, so your your argument is moot." Yeah. Was, oh my god, really? How does anyone lift it? I'm like, I don't. With their arms. Yeah, yeah. it weighs less People than you too. Like, think they're like magical too. Like, <laughs> I worked, I sold swords at uh, the Bristol Renaissance Fair for a while, and like the questions you would get. Are just it's baffling. Like, like this guy. No, came the fairy up, wings don't let you fly, yeah. and the swords are. This guy magic. comes up and goes, "Hey, are these real or do you make them?" <laughs> like I don't understand the difference. Like, <laughs> I said, yeah, "Yes, yes, they are." He goes, are they, "Was this metal?" <laughs> I'm like, yeah, "No, we we uh, we make them out of compressed styrofoam." <laughs> <laughs> Leprechaun like, farts. Trying to what be, trying to be, you know, comical. He goes, "But they're heavy." <laughs> I'm like, "We use a lot of styrofoam." <laughs> Oh my god. He bought it and walked, you know. He didn't buy the sword, he bought the story. 
No. <laughs> can, you couldn't you know sell what? him a sword at that point. He was a danger to himself and everyone else. Me, he didn't tip me anything either. Of course no. he didn't. He didn't appreciate your jokes, that's why. Yeah, it's true. People I'm going to say that in this case, cleavage helps. He might have been Russian. People have shoved more was. money into my cleavage this year. So than these uh, swords, they are <laughs> real or what? <laughs> Uh, it was to the point where uh, one of our... Russia, sword tips you. <laughs> that <laughs> oh, doesn't make God. any sense. Mm-mm. Yeah. But it's still true. That's true. I was reading about them digging up the um, Tsar Nicholas's family. Why would they do that? Uh, They've because... been lost forever. Leave them alone. Well, there are too many claims to people who say that they're them. related. Yeah, well, they that's part of it. They probably don't because they were on the run. They probably... No, they were the women were wearing the jewels when they were shot. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. why, yeah, it they were so bulletproof long. for a while. Yeah, because they were. But then they got so bayoneted to death if they weren't. Yeah, but know. why did they take the? I, I wouldn't have taken the jewels. Let the girl if suffer. That take hard. all of the, the shinies. No, I mean if they're already dead, like why would you go to the like? You That's free jewels. Buried right them in a ditch somewhere. Yeah. Like, you just poured like, yourself first, and we have a guest. That's not very polite. I didn't know if his glass was empty or full. I assume it's empty. It's empty. mostly it's true. <laughs> Thank you for acknowledging that, Ian. It's all right. You know, this, this is an audio, audio medium. We, you could have gotten away with your... With your uh, yeah. All I heard but was I'm trying to make glass. him into yeah. a gentleman. It could have been yours. That's true. You can't make this into a gentleman. It's true. <laughs> it already is what it is. He told me he might shave today. I thought about it. This is a beautiful color. Shave your beard off? No, no, not like that. Oh. Like his, clean up the neck. And stuff. His oh, okay. neck's getting a little unruly. Precocious. Uh, you're, talking so, to, you're talking to the wrong guy. Yeah. That's true. You make his neck look very... She always has the wrong conversations with the wrong people. <laughs> <laughs> like, I got a haircut, and she's like, oh, I hate his haircut. And everyone that she's is in like the room with me are like, I love it. And she's like, no, that's not the right answer. And they're like, yeah, but I really like it. But agree with me. So... Are? Next up, we have the Marionberry Braggot. So I wanted to buy this. Which is, holy heck, 11.42%. Oh, didn't you know? No. Yes, I, uh, I drank Braggot for the first time at the Pittsburgh Renaissance Festival. What is braggot. a Braggot? And again, let me say that word again so we don't have to. B R A G G O T, Braggot. Braggot. Um, I knew last year when I had it. It's, it, not, a, it's not a person who is full of it's not a braggart braggadocio correct <laughs> i as i recall it has something to do with honey it does according to this here tell me things we made this braggot with our own marion berries which i don't know what those are either i assume they're a type of berry correct uh, named after mary in the librarian from you know i thought it was named after the the crack smoking uh, the crack mayor of uh, oh. cleveland or Cleveland, was it? Marion Barry? No, I thought he was... All I know is in that, that uh, John Lovitz movie where he's the high school teacher. Oh, okay. He teaches I at Marion Barry High. Where there was the crack diplomat from Canada. No. Oh, that was the other thing. This guy was an actual... I mean, he was an actual mayor of somewhere. I think, I want to say Cleveland, that got kicked out of office for smoking crack. I'm... I... So I'm just going to assume there's crack in this. Okay. Great. That's why it's eleven. Oh, whatever. This is actually very Ian goes first, and then I'll I'll jump in with the braggot. So situated just across from forty acres of rogue hops, so they have their own specialty hops. One hundred and nineteen colonies of bees were carefully kept, fed, and smoked, and the honey was uncapped, extracted, filtered, and finally infused into a fresh, a refreshing Marion Berry braggot. 
So they have their own hops and their own honey, which was Rogue has a whole farm from their own hops. That's pretty cool. Which is kind of cool. I'm it's definitely dark cheese, for like a braggot. Like every barbecue. Right. I bet they'd be it's crispy, slightly smoked, delicious with a little spice cheese. from like the venom. So I, I think you'll appreciate the history since we were just talking about swords. So we'll go over fact first. Braggot is a form of mead made with both honey and barley malt, and it typically uses a third or more malt and may have as much as 50%. But braggot is quite an old drink. It's even mentioned in Chaucer in the Canterbury Tales, going back as far as the 1300s. Bringing it all back Um, to the And it's simply made by blending spices and herbs with mead and beer. Mm. So it's basically like they took all the dregs and combined them, and they're like, hey, it's a holiday. Hey, it's a drink. But mead so often is very high ABV, so it makes sense. Well, it's also very sweet. So by mixing yeah. with beer, I think you kind of tone that yeah, down. It's, and the spices, this isn't bad. It's not but bad. But just the color is really getting me. I was not expecting. Getting you in a good way? It's very reddish Marion Berry color. If I Says the guy who didn't Marianberry. know what a Marion Berry was 30 seconds ago. Where'd that is in? that I what I look up next? Yeah, let's figure out what a Marion is. Forget the braggot. What's a Marion I'm going to guess it's a raspberry looking kind of little thing, like a, like a little... Blackberry, raspberry, sort of a thing. You don't think it's more solid in structure, like a cherry? I'm going to guess, no. I'm going to no. say that I typed in Marion, and the first thing that came up was Marion Berry Braggot. So uh, I actually think you're going to recognize them easily, because, you know, I live in the country, they're and they're all out back. Very blackberry-ish. Yeah, there we go. I, I don't know. I do know what those are. You know what those actually grow Oh, that on, tastes really good. They used <gasps> to grow on the like grounds of the... Uh, Pennsylvania. I would I believe, believe that, that because they probably made it into wine. Yeah. Back when there was a actually a vineyard. vigorously growing trailing vine, usually producing just a few canes up to 20 feet long. Jason's going to like that. That's a darn good beer. No, it's not. It's mm. a braggot. Ha! Aha! You're fired. You can't be fired. Though. I would say, so far, Rogue, you're doing well. Yeah, Maybe. right? Oh, the beers. Sorry. Do you want to tell them a little bit about yourself? Oh, is this where I do the plug for the rogues at the Renaissance? You can plug whatever you want. I mean, you can plug your GoFundMe to, you know, pay for your groceries if you want. (laughs) You can plug whatever you want. Can you do that? Can you just GoFund your life? I think so, yeah. There was a woman who GoFunded a trip to Las Vegas because she wanted to go, and people paid her a lot of money to go to Las Vegas. That sounds like there was... Like some sort of sexual. It wasn't. It wasn't like a. What's the other one? It's not like Kickstarter Indiegogo, where you have to where give you have awards. To like give prizes. It was right. just like, hey, I really want to go, uh-huh. and it went viral as we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. And people were like, a bunch of people just like gave a buck, but she raised like fifteen grand to go oh. to Vegas. Well, there might be a GoFundMe account happening uh, to fund. Uh, I basically, just view me as a thirty-year-old child. But I'm in a singing group at the Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair called the Rakish Rogues. Mm. A bunch of pirates. So sassy. Yeah, sing some dirty songs. They're the, viral the best. Thing, I was telling him, we just had a, somebody posted one of our videos to, to Tumblr and it's got like 15,000 views or something. It's I really need good. to figure right. out Last weekend. Yeah, last weekend. Yeah, that's that was a Less than a week. So. That's because you're like pretty men making pretty music. I mean, women go crazy for that shit. I think the funny thing about fair or theater in general is you can basically just be like, yes, I'm handsome, or yes, I'm attractive, and everyone's kind of like, okay. <laughs> like, you tell them what mm-hmm. it is, and they go But at the grocery store, you can't say that, because then it's creepy. Yeah. Right. But it's like, I don't know. I'm a reasonably, I'm not an ugly person by any stretch. I don't think of myself as a particularly, like, 
I don't walk into a room and all the girls go, who the fuck is yeah. in the room? Now, maybe, maybe if your neck were shaved, they would. Maybe they would. But at the Renaissance Fair, I'm like, hey, I'm Charles Brandon, and I am hot. And everyone's like, mm, yeah. yes. Can we buy you things? Right. It's like, <laughs> let me buy you a beer. Let me flirt with you. Let me sit on your lap. Let me say terrible things to you. And I'm just like, yes, please do all of these things. Also, I'm still just this guy, you know. But you're getting paid to flirt with people. I'm not saying I hate it. I'm just saying I think it's very interesting that we get to dictate how people feel about us. You can say anything you want to anybody because they're just like, oh, you're a comical character. There are no rules. There's no rules and it's amazing. I just yell at people about, most of the time I just make fun of what they're wearing or other things. You're like, you're an awful person. And they're like, ha, ha, ha. Like, I no, did I have to it. explain ah, once. This guy's yeah, so this funny. Guy. What was it, Ian? Two or three weeks ago, I had to explain the bruise on my backside because when we were sing- we were singing "Roll Me Over," mm-hmm. and uh, I don't even. Remember. It wasn't me who said it. It was actually Aileen who's like, "Oh, you can do better than that." And the it was man like last weekend. The man laid into me in a way that I was like, I mean, everyone heard it for miles Ooh. around. It was epic. Bed touch. And Those I'm, little malleys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking, I might not be able to walk it, like, to the next bar. I mean, I was watching him. He wasn't like, he didn't wind up to be like, I'm going to get this girl. He yeah. just kind of like, it was just a good connection, like the yeah. right time, right place. Solid. And I was just like, yeah, that was snappy. <laughs> <laughs> There's just an amazing moment when you have to come home from work and be like, Hey, honey, so I have another man's hand imprint on my ass cheek. I hope that's okay. What other profession other than uh, stripping could that happen in? Yeah. Actually, aren't hands off when stripping? Oh, well, I'm just, there's the potential for that oh, sort okay. of injury. Touche. Yeah. And that brings us back to tipping. Mm. If you leave a print, you better be tipping. That's true. <laughs> or at least be Russian. Yeah. I don't think that flies in a strip club. No, yeah, there's no hands. Well, I think the no tipping doesn't fly in a strip club. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, you will, you will lose yeah. all attention very what happened, quickly. Do, if we go to a Russian strip club, do we have to tip? Here's what I always wondered. If we go to a Canadian strip club, do we tip in coins? And if so, how do we get them? Like, do we just throw them at the girls? Oh. And then there's a lot of bruises. Also, there's a high I don't think there's any. So what do you, like, when you say, how do we get them, do you mean how do we tip in coins? Or how well, they have, like, the dollar and $2 coins. Yeah. Which is Loonies dollar, and toonies or whatever they are. The standard, yeah. like, mm-hmm. tip. So, like, what, what do we do? Do we all, Can we only tip in like no, five? Maybe they're... in strip clubs, that all the strippers are super polite. They just walk around to you and they go, thank you, thank, thank you, thank you. Thank you. you just they make you feel valued because yeah. they're kind. I really want to go to Canada now just to go to a strip club. Probably. There's actually no other reason I would want to go They're not wearing thongs. Instead, they're wearing, like, change machines where you just plop it in there. You put in a five and they have a little change belt. <laughs> Here's your change. And you're like, oh, thanks. It's like a carnival game. They just have a bunch of fish bowls set up on stage. you got to flick it into the fish bowls <laughs> while she's spinning on the pole above them. There's like too many things going on and then you like win a big stuffed bear. Mm-hmm. You Where were you to, today? You don't, you don't want to touch that bear. Yeah, no. <laughs> that bear's been in that strip club for way too long. <laughs> bad touch for the bear. But, mm. the, uh, the bad news bears. Uh, uh, groaner. Not a Canadian movie. I got nothing. <laughs> womp womp. Oh, womp. that makes me sad. Indeed. So, based on the fact that I think you guys have never had Braggett before, and very likely never had a Marion Berry before, what do you think? He may have had a Marion Bra- Berry. Oh, I've. I've well, dined. you foraged in the country. I've dined on on some nights. Get real lonesome. Yeah. 
You sound like Bear Grylls when we put it that way. I just was telling you about how (laughs) I... I, I, This is the first uh, actual food meal I've had in a long time. (laughs) Like, I ran out of money, and I was literally... I I had corn grits, like instant corn grits, but no milk or (laughs) stock or anything like that. It was just instant corn grits and salt. And pepper. It and was a spoon. It was gruel. It was technically what gruel was. Yeah. It's just, we could have made this man peas porridge for dinner and he would have been happy. Yeah. Could have made him like Campbell's Chunky. That's <laughs> true. That's true. I'm so, glad we didn't. Yeah, but I've, I've, I've definitely uh, foraged for berries or pizza crust out of a the trash. They're basically the six of one, half dozen anyway. Mm. One could yeah. say that at least the berries have some nutrition. I want to see the rogue beer that they make out of pizza crust out of the trash. I mean, it'll probably exist. They, I was have, a, say. they have a beard yeast beer. A beard yeast? Yes. Yes. The head brewer collected yeast strange that yeast <laughs> Look at your face. That's from his amazing. own beard. Which I find only... Oh my God. That is the most hipster thing I've ever but heard But it's not it gross. But like, it actually tasted good. Here's why it's kind of gross. That's the last rogue beer we had. I'm sure of it. I uh, yeah, that's probably true. Somebody else recently said that there are more fecal matter. Oh yeah, particles in a beer. Like beards collect those things. Because what? Because y'all don't condition, or why? No, it's like, just because it's it basically acts as a filter. Well, there's more of anything. Right. Everything is and in also, there. Including last yeast, night's dinner. Environmental like, yeast. Like, I can see the head brewer at Rogue's, invi- like, his beer well, yeast. Well, right. has a lot it, of an it, interesting... It has, it has yeast from all the beers that he's brewing. As well brewing. as just yeast in My the air. My beard yeast, I guarantee you, does not <laughs> taste anything. Like, you would not want a... Lebanon beer yeast would yeah. be so gross. So, the only... Thing I found most humorous about this is a, a girl was saying this to somebody. She's like, "I read this article and like beers are so gross. They're full of, you know, all this like fecal matter and stuff." And I was like, "Yeah, well, at least we have beards to filter it out. Think of what your mouth is full of." Yeah. <laughs> and she was just like, "Oh, that's gross." It's <laughs> like, "Yeah, that's what you get. We have a filter that's built in. You don't." No, I mean, it's one thing to call it a filter. It's something else when you're eating lunch and it hangs out on your face. Yeah, I don't know how your beard works, but mine hangs below where I'm eating. Yeah. So, like, it's not filtering so much as it is collecting. But I would say that anything is, like, floating up, basically. So it's stopping your... Yeah. Have you ever had a beard of a length where you find an article of food in it? No, what and about then that time? Would you eat it? That I made fun no. of you because I thought that there was going to be that bird that popped out like on Family Guy. I've had a long beard, but I've never actually found food in it. Like, yes, sauces, sure. They'll get in like the bottom little flavor saver patch. A friend of mine, he had a, a decent sized beard, and he came, like, I can't remember what the exact situation was, but he came up like really angry and incensed and was like yelling at, not necessarily yelling at me. <laughs> But, like, he was pissed about the situation and going off. And my only response was, is that a nerd in your beard? And he looked down and pulled it out. And he had a nerd candy in his beard. And it instantly diffused the situation. Did he eat it? Yeah, he's like, yes, it is. Good day. Only would have, it only would have been better if you had reached out and grabbed it and yeah. eaten it. Oh. <laughs> uh, say, only would have been better if it were a Pop Rock. So at least it would have I made an epic noise. I definitely ate a... 
piece of a partially chewed brownie on stage the other day. Um, we do things like that. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't even count in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. That's like weird stuff we do because we're actors. Yeah. I do things every Saturday and Sunday that I would never consider doing in the real life. True. I did have a fun moment at the bar one day, though, where I poured a lady a beer, and then she asked for another one. But then, like, so I started to pour it, and as I was pouring it, she, like, started to consider other options. Then she was like, oh, no, you already poured it. Like, ah, and I was like, I was trying to talk her into a cocktail. And I was like, but you could get all of these other things. She's like, no, you poured that one. It's right there. And so, like, I just, like, not even breaking eye contact, just start drinking out of it. And she was like, I was like, this one's for me. I was like, I did not pour this for you. <laughs> She's like, are you allowed to drink on the job? And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Not. But I'm doing it. Yeah. It's like, that's how much I want you to have this cocktail. I could get fired for you having <laughs> this cocktail. Did you tip you? Yes. Was she, she was rushing? She was not. Okay. She was like a late 30s. If you had to do your best old-timey racist impression of what ethnicity you think she was, <laughs> what would it be? Well, she was like super white. Like it would have been her at a yoga studio. Just like yoda. She was running around in yoga she pants. Wasn't southern white. Uh, <laughs> southern white? <laughs> That's what I imagine when you say yo yo. <laughs> I was uh, that was like Netherlands or like <laughs> Holland or something. Mm. That's where yeah she wasn't wearing like clogs the, uh, and had like braids in her hair. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. How aptly timed. That's exactly what's up next for us. Ricola for Oktoberfest. Reclassing cola. They're bringing in the large horns. Oh. oh yeah, called? I get to do some beer themed events. Matterhorn? No, that's not it. Oh my gosh, Ian's place. weekend's yeah. gonna be insanity. He's hosting the Bar Olympics. Oh, I get to be there. I, I'm gonna be there uh, cheering things on. Right? Because, you know, you come to the Renaissance Fair, what do, you, what do you want but beer pong? That's great. I have a couple of friends that have kids, and they're like, oh, I really wanna get out there. And I was like, you definitely should. Don't come the next two weekends, yeah, don't though. don't do that. And they're like, oh, why not? And I'm like, well, it's Oktoberfest and then Wine Harvest Weekend. And they're like, okay. <laughs> well, but the kids can stomp grapes. They can. And that's what they're like, oh, like, are those, you know, like, not kid-friendly? I'm like, it's not that they're not kid-friendly. They just attract way more drunks yeah. than, like, any other themed weekend. Yeah, so. but you could take your kid and drop them at the chessboard and they can play Topschlagen all day or whatever. They could. We I do. They probably won't. Just love yelling that word, which really is should be. I think there. I mean, there's a decent amount of special events for children. It's sort of just like daycare. <laughs> just like I'm sure mommy and daddy not. are getting drunk. You go roll an egg across the the chessboard with a wooden spoon. <laughs> with cousin Ian, it it's fine. Yeah. See you on the flip side. Yeah. I was amazed that they on Pirate Weekend they they had uh, me host one of the teach kids to be pirates thing. I'm, I'm like, amazed they have, have to do King's have Cavalry you, every week. Have you seen me? Do you know what I look like? This is not... This is it's not a cautionary a, this is not tale. A Why not to grow up to be a pirate? Yeah, this is a, not a, hey, come talk to my kids face. Right. <laughs> this is... <laughs> That's what I always say on our pub crawl, because the second pub we go to is in the children's gaming glen. Oh, yeah, yeah, or whatever yeah. they call it. And, uh... Everyone's always like, oh, that's a good idea. And I was like, come on, everyone, be on your best behavior or show them what they shouldn't grow up to be. (laughs) Responsible adulting Mm -hmm. happens all up in here. So you should maybe start reading the name of this next beer um, because it's going to take 15 minutes. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Okay, first of all, I just want to describe it a little bit. It has a very 
What's the opposite of cross-eyed? Wall-eyed. Wall-eyed? Okay, yeah. Wall-eyed-looking crab with a beard holding a frothy pint mug with a blue cowboyish hat with like a corn stalk coming out of it. Which I almost did not buy this beer because I only saw the crab and I figured you were allergic. I probably am. And it is called the New Crustacean Barley Wine-ish Imperial IPA Sorta. So there's no crab in it? I don't think so. But we're going to find out if you go into anaphylactic shock. Yes. Sweet. Uh, According to the back of the bottle, it says, Dedicated to crustaceans. I don't know why. The name sort of says it all. John Mayer. I think that's right. It's I-E-R instead of (laughs) Y-E-R, like the musician. Our brewmaster wanted to create a beer that defied traditional style definitions. The result was a remarkably hoppy yet balanced malty ale that quickly became a cult favorite in our Newport brew pub. I think they're just proving that you can just combine words. It was not quite a barley wine and not quite a double or imperial IPA. Who really cares about putting beers into a narrow categories? Great beer is great beer. Just drink it and enjoy. So basically they're saying this doesn't have a style. This is a thing that we made. Yeah. Drink it with your mouth parts. <laughs> so I mean, or you can bathe in it if you want, but that would be expensive. That would just so be... the, okay. So the head brewer's I name is John be... Mayer, which is awesome. Yes. So the bearded so guy, the beard yeast was John Mayer's beard yeast. Yes, that sounds like a serious STD. <laughs> <laughs> I like. Uh, was it McKellar? No, it's uh, Evil Twin has like a Justin, Justin Bieber beer. Oh. Uh, which I think is funny. Did you <laughs> see... Um, tears? <laughs> <laughs> There's a new alcohol called Unicorn Tears. What? They want to drink it. What? It's, it's a liquor, and it's oh, called yeah? Unicorn Tears. Uh, to say the words liquor and unicorn tears, yeah. in the, it sounds so dirty. want to lick dirty. those unicorn tears. Oh, Somebody asked me about it the other day, and they were like, have you had it yet? And I was like, I have not had it. I have heard of it, and I would like to try it. But I don't know really anything about it. It's apparently a strangely flavored. I can't believe clear that this spirit. is the lightest beer we've had all night. Yeah. Color wise, I just was expecting the braggot to be quite light. I honestly anticipated it to be a little sweeter. I think it is sweet. Sweeter. Okay. Than it was. Not. You thought it would be heavy, like a little a more meaty. Yeah. There's a okay. lot of honey afterwards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice, but. Yeah. Like, I might have had that as dessert just because, <coughs> had I known that it was the, it had the sweet underlying. So, how allergic to crabs are you? Uh, I would not die. You I would have die? an uncomfortable number of hours afterwards okay. where breathing would be less than easy. Cool. Well, cheers. cheers. I don't understand why it says crustacean on there, to be honest. Nothing no, nothing about, about it. Nothing about the rest of the name is like. Who oh, knows? This is maybe word maybe for Brewer John Mayer is like, I'm called shenanigans. Maybe he's compared to a. It smells very nice. Mm. Crab? Can one? It looks like a very angry crab. It looks like a very. It's got free range coastal water and Pac Man yeast. Pac Man? Pac Man. If you follow Rogue on Twitter, um, they do some really cool stuff. So they have. It's called Rogue Farms. They do have uh, like hundreds of acres where they grow their own hops and they grow a lot of other things. You can take your dog out there and let them play in the... I haven't sipped yet because you guys made a very dramatic face. I don't hate it. You're furrowing your brow like nobody's business. It's different. 
I'm trying to figure out. Can you what breathe? It is. Let's start with that. Can I you can breathe? breathe. Okay. I know why there's such a long title on it now. Yeah. Because that is a. Hmm. <laughs> it's Holy like run, crap! It's like it's the beer equivalent of when you go when you were a kid and you went to Burger King and you just hit all the. The drink the dispensers. Mountains. Yeah, you just went down the they line. They used to call it like a suicide or whatever yeah. they used to call it. It's wow. Weird. I definitely get the barley wine. I get the IPA. I get the double IPA. It's got the hoppy on the top of my mouth, mm-hmm. but it's not too. It's a barley wine, more like a hog heaven barley wine. Like it isn't yeah. saccharine or thick. Yeah, it's like the back of the tongue barley wine where it's like, this is a thing that's happening. Yeah. This is very interesting. <laughs> That's Not getting a lot of crustacean. Good. I've poisoned your wine. I poisoned yours too. <laughs> oh, is that why I got the Jesus class? And I'm the only no, one. A, uh, two. Do you, do you watch or do you listen to uh, Tenacious D? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that was the reference. Oh, I figured. Uh, we live as two kings. <laughs> so much. So much. Like this would be this... almost impossible to pair with food. Like because it's so. Or would it be very easy to pair with food? You could we, pour this could into we a bowl only do this for the rest soup. of our dinners? Yeah, right. Like for this every could pair with everything. Maybe not dessert. Um, I don't know. It's got some sweet to it. It does have some sweet to it's, it. This, huh. could, this could be the, the the game beer changer. This is crazy. This goes with everything that you're going to eat for the next. 10 it's like courses. the Harry Harry Potter. Jelly Every beans. flavor bean. Yeah. Mm. But it's like eating a whole handful of them. Where it's, yeah. Raspberries. This is a little more what I was expecting from Rogue. It's just, it's ridiculous I enough. I disagree. When I think of Rogue, I usually expect not much at all. Ah, seriously, we have not had good experiences with them. I don't like their dead guy ale. I think, I think they have a very respectable position in the craft beer market because they made it possible. But I don't think that they've done... Very fun stuff, and their Sriracha Ale, which we almost featured tonight, has gotten abysmal reviews. However, I think the three Rogue Ales we had tonight are the best Rogue Ales I've ever had. Wow. And I would say that they're even, they're not just good for being Rogue Ales, they're good beers. Yeah. I like the first two. It's not like, oh. I haven't brought myself to take a second sip of this one. This one is like, it is, it is thick. It's like an oatmeal. It is coating my mouth. (laughs) I'm glad we had a burger. Like, I was going to make pork loin mm. and, like, lentils and, like, a really healthy down home. I'm kind of glad as I'm... Something this that, is very robust. Maybe some chili. Like, sticks to the ribs. Mm. Yeah, that is a... Uh, that is I a keep syrup. sipping it because I keep forgetting what it tastes like, even though it's coating my mouth, and I want to know more. It, it's a transformer. It's all the things. I almost get... Like some meat out of there too, and like some of the braggot. I don't like it. I'm sorry. I really don't. You don't have to drink it. I'll I'll drink it. I'm kind of thinking that, in my that glass they if just you want. poured a bunch of. That was two you sips. Think they did like a medley. Yeah, they just were like, hey. You all think sorts. they blended a couple things? It's and an then... all sorts barrel. Just the ends of kegs that they just poured into. So you don't like it either. I'm not saying that, but then again, I'm the kind of guy that'll drink a sneaky Pete and eat. You know. Like I, I will, I will pour half red wine, uh, Franzi red wine, and half PBR, and I'll drink that happily all goddamn night. Oh. So, you know, obviously the screening for tonight's podcast was not. Listen, I'm, so I'm from Milwaukee. That that qualifies me for a beer there you podcast. Are. I think the, That's the true. thing here is he has taste. He just doesn't always use it. That's yeah. true. It's That's... 
I mean, you used to work as a butcher. You've you've worked uh, in some restaurants, right? True. You've cooked I, food, I, and he I, knows how I've to cook. Been a sushi chef. I worked yeah. for Paul Kahn in Chicago. He's voted uh, the most influential chef in America a couple of years ago. Uh, so I, I, I know. And so I, I, I burnt a hamburger for him and called yeah, it dinner. I'm, I'm saying, <laughs> I, but then again, I've been eating gruel. So right. I'm, I'm, I'm not so much of a snob that I will exclude things because they're not up to par. I am a food and drink opportunist. So here's <laughs> what I think my gripe is with this beer. It doesn't have an identity. Like Why it, would that be your gripe when the whole label says this is not a beer that should be identified? Because my palate wants to understand it and it's just so busy that i can't like i can't process it right, right. but they're not trying to hide that. they're not calling sip. it a double ipa that is take you know, another sip while thinking about crab maybe that's what this whole thing is maybe that was <laughs> think that's, about that's, crab that is the i love crab i'll that's think why about the crustaceans thrown yeah that's the uh, rosetta stone of this beer is you have to think about crab well i've thought with each sip that i taste like salt water so that part would well, make it sense it does say it was brewed with the what the bay water or whatever the salt water yeasts yeah it is a weird weird syrupy beer it is a little syrupy it's a little sweet i would like it to be it's got does it have stuff floating in it it's probably got some floaties it's probably little crab particles yeah little it's, crab. It's, it's, it's definitely it's definitely got but maybe that's that could be my beard Ooh. yeast that fell off of my beard into this <laughs> beer. Might just be poo. I've got a lot of beard yeast going on. Little death rays of Ian just floating crab particles. Pew, pew, pew. Oh, man. I don't think that your gripe can be that this is not a quantified beer. I'm not going to say that they, they lied about it. I'm just going to say that it's hard for me to take all that in. I get that. But that's like saying this barley wine is too much like a barley wine. The more I drink it, the less I'm liking it. Oh, interesting. It also, to be fair, it's the warmest of all the beers we've tried It tonight. is, and I did and it notice... it is an IPA. With my first sip, it did feel warm, so... Imagine this, like, super crisp and cold. Yeah. Less offensive, I would say. Very likely very, less offensive. It's very sweet. It's becoming more sweet as I drink it. It is. Well, I think it's because, like, the sweet yeah. builds up, where, like, the first sip you have a layer of sweet, and then the second sip you have two layers mm-hmm. of sweet, or maybe one and a three quarters or something. I like it. I, I don't like it because I want to drink it all the time. I like it because I think it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> I, I actually think Andy's uh, metaphor is kind of the best one. It's like, oh, I can taste the Mountain Dew and the Cherry Coke and the Dr. Pepper all mixed in there together. Yeah. Like, Which is why I wonder if this wouldn't be a phenomenal <laughs> beer, pair, or beer pairing dinner. Did you ever see beer. the, it was a Monty Python skit called Confuse a Cat? No, where, um, but I want to now. The, the cat, the house cat gets lethargic and basically just freezes in place. And they call up this service and they're like, you got to help our cat, please. And they're like, how long has it been since your cat's been confused? And then they come over, they put on this crazy play and all this weird stuff happens and then the cat's fine again. I think your mouth has gotten used to all the proper beers that you just need right. this beer to confuse your cat. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you needed that weird mix to be like, you know what? This is weird. And it's I like a like hard reset. It's, yeah. yeah. I think he just called your mouth something very dirty. I think he just erased my motherboard. Mm. <laughs> he just control-alt-deleted you before you could get the blue screen of death. Is that a thing? I don't know what color your eyes are, or else I'd make a joke about that. But. Is it like a Game of Thrones? 
Probably could be. They have a um, a Game of Thrones gift pack now. Did you see that? I heard about it. Maybe I saw it on the phone that you showed Did me. Did you guys ever have the Game of Thrones beer? Yes, We've had all of, all of them. them so far. Yeah. There's a new one coming out very soon. I already reserved it. And I also put my name in the hat for the Bourbon County Bourbon Barrel Age Stout that's going to come out on Black Friday. Nice. And Can you put my name in that same... La- Jason and I won't be here. We'll be in... We, I can only get one case. No. Um, but so far, I have three cases in my basement. So from I wanna, three um, years in a row. I want a Black Friday beer that's made from the condensed sweat of, of all the workers employees. from yeah. the year before. Aww. Yeah, That sounds gross and toxic. Well, I mean, that could be the solidity that you're getting in. in right <laughs> I bet there'd true. be a lot of drugs in that sweat. Probably. Yeah. Well, I mean, they... For $8 an hour... Geriatric drugs though from the greeters well them too but also like pot and probably some meth Mm. because if i had to work black friday oh yeah a little high yeah probably and you don't mean on tryptophan from all of the turkey you ate the day before exactly that would just make me lethargic um i want to keep drinking this beer you may i'm not going to fight you have you ever had Let's mix them all together. I'm going to force some on Jason and hope that he doesn't take offense. Have you ever had the Hint of Lime Tostitos? Oh, those are the Exploded Deleted podcast (laughs) rating. Yes, but like the first time I had one of those, I was very unhappy. In the very first bite, I was like, I don't ever want to eat this again. Oh, no, no, no. But then, not two minutes later, the bowl was right there and I kept eating it. And like I was having a conversation and I was even talking. And as I was talking, I was like, I don't like this. But I have to keep eating them. When have you ever encountered a salsa-less tortilla chip that you would like to continue to eat? Never. Unless it's called a Dorito. But it's not even, it Never. wasn't even like, I would rather eat a plain Tostito than I would Hint of Lime. And yet Hint of Lime has some sort of addictive crack cocaine powder that they sprinkle yeah, on it. It's great. That I need to keep eating it. It's great. And I want to keep drinking this beer. I mean, a Dorito... It's orange, or it's got, it's clearly dusted in something. In something yes. horrific. These just look like tortilla rounds. And you're right. like, what is this magic? Why do I not My need dippins? My tongue zings <laughs> when I enjoy it. Yep. I love that I can't say the word uh, Sour Patch Kids without my mouth watering. Salivating Sour yes, Patch Yes, like kids. it actually has a... I once ate so much, so many Sour Patch Kids that I like cut my tongue up from all oh, of, like yeah. the salty sugar or yeah. whatever like bits. The, it burned through your like yeah like when i was a kid we would go down to cape may and like i'd save up my 20 bucks and i'd spend like 15 on the arcade and then i'd spend five on like two pounds of sour patch kids and then i would just eat them forever mm-hmm. i only like because the red two ones. pounds of sour patch kids is actually like a lot of sour patch kids it sure is and when you're only there for a week it was just like i would just sit there and eat sour patch kids and i would eat them so much that my tongue would be like cut up the sour patch watermelons those are where it's at we had those I don't think I have. That's not watermelon a is like is a melon, and Ian hates melon. Mm, watermelon, watermelon okay. candy. It yeah. is a sour Different patch thing kid. entirely. It looks like little watermelon wedges. Yeah. Oh, that's what you got to go with. Interesting. Those are the sour patch treat of I choice. Want more of this beer. Yeah. Throw throw a sour there patch There is a lot there, more man. in you that bottle. Got everything else going on in it. So just I'll take uh, some pictures for people to see the ridiculousness of the label because it's do. pretty. Please do. I hilarious. do like their bottle labeling. I think they've really been like, hey, we're going to make our bottles ridiculous. I really hope that this has so much crab in it. And then you just That's start a mean thing blowing In the middle up. of the night, I just You're hear like, like I really, well, you I'm not going to blow up. I'm just going to stop breathing. 
She was like, I like this beer. I don't know why it is. Oh, because it has the delicious crab flavor. <gasps> well, I will say of my entire life. That my least favorite thing about being allergic to crab and lobster is that crab and lobster I find to be particularly delicious. Oh yeah, they're delicious. And I That's just am pro- not allowed to eat them that because they kill me. You should. Yeah, I, don't I only found out that they. I was allergic to them because I ate them so frequently, and every time I ate them, I was like, I can't eat meat after I eat crab. Well, that's a trade-off, man. Take a couple Benadryl and eat some crab. Right? But then I'll be, like, napping in my crab. Take it afterwards. Call it crab napping. Crab naps. Crab naps. I would, I would totally sleep if it meant Those I feel like naps where you get pinched a lot. I mm-hmm. freaking love, like, snow crab and all that. Yes, delicious. Ah, uh, yes. All right. Sea bugs. So I life. need to ask, Andy, this is a definitive part of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Which was your favorite beer? I'm going to have to go with the Marionberry. I think that was the most uh, solidly drinkable while still being more interesting. The first one was just kind of meh. It was was a drinkable beer. It was nice. Like, again, if I were at Morimoto, I can see it going very well with several items on the menu. Yeah. Sure. The Marionberry, that 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 was was creative and delicious. It was good. Yeah. That was solidly good. This, This last one, I would continue drinking it, but then again, I eat pizza crust out of the trash. I really want to see. I, I want to see. I want to see the, the rogue, untapped review. Yeah, that's. Just. No, I want to see the rogue billboard that has Andy up there being like, "I drink this, but also I eat pizza crust out of the trash." <laughs> Only saying. he wouldn't have to anymore if he were on a rogue billboard because he'd well, be paid so well. They might pay him like a pizza for it, yeah. and then he could eat his own crust hey, out hey, of hey, the hey, trash. Hey, let's not get greedy. I don't eat the whole pizza. I just eat the crust. <laughs> Ian, I don't know. I want to say the last one, but I don't know if I mean it or not, or if I'm just high on crab dip. (laughs) I would say of the three, the Marion Berry was probably the best crafted of them. Very much enjoy the intricacies, and the the last one we had was very much exactly as advertised, despite it saying that there's nothing that they can advertise. I so also like the Marionberry. They did a great job with that. I, I thought the Mar- the Morimoto was nice. Very palatable. Yeah. Um, nothing, nothing to write home about. about it. But um, again, because we usually get all skeptical when rogues involved, I, I do think it was nice at least. So I don't really ever want to have another sip of that last beer. So you guys can have all of it as far as I'm concerned. Mm. But Cool. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. I am at Beer Mistress. I'm at Dashing underscore Rogue, and recently I tried the Double Citra again. Oh, it was so good. I'm uh, hiding in your trash can. Nice. And he doesn't mean at hiding in your trash no, can. I'm, he I'm just means hiding in your trash can. I'm looking for scraps. We are on Facebook.com slash Dashing Rogue and at DashingRogue.com. And uh, our iTunes... RSS feed is back up, so if you're subscribed, um, so are we. Yeah, welcome, welcome back, kids. So good times, Andy. Come back anytime. Oh, hey, if you got you know scraps of food laid out, we just, got food and beer. We leave, want you to leave like a trail. Lead a trail of a of idea. yeah, uh, scrappy foods. I mean, and we could even like pay him with like a take home dinner next time. I thought about that. Whoa. Yeah. I think he's getting some quiche for the road. Hey now. Frankly. Some road quiche. It's not a four-letter word, that quiche. That's a pretty real thing, too. That's the kind of tip I like. Ding, ding. Quiche for the road. Quiche. Road quiche? Road quiche. It's not quite road soda, but it probably is more useful. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Yay for Rogue.
we um, we learned new things tonight. Until next time, this is Shannon, your beer mistress. The professor. And me, Andy, the that garbage eater. <laughs> <laughs> when we said you can pick your moniker, that's not where we thought this but would go. But we're down with it. Yep, it's a thing. See you then, guys. <laughs>